Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I'm here to talk about Pixar's latest film, and that is Luca. So this movie is set on the Italian Riviera, and it follows an unlikely but strong friendship that grows between a human being and a sea monster disguised as a human. Actually, two sea monsters disguised as a human. Again, whoever's writing these, you need to up their game. Um... This movie was, you know, announced like a while ago. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I first heard that it was coming in like, whew, 2018, 2019, probably. Like it's it's been a while, and um, I heard it was, you know, finally out. Some of the teasers started coming out. I was like, oh yeah, that. Okay, okay, you know, very interested, and and the the trailers looked, um, they looked interesting. Like they they looked like I don't really like i didn't really understand what exactly was going on it just seemed like you know he's a boy that he's a sea monster that turned into a boy and he's in a town and they don't like fish and that was about all that i got from the the trailers i was like oh okay and then um and it came out and people were starting to say like not the best stuff about it. You know, I wasn't receiving great reviews and I was like, Oh no. Cause I'd been really looking forward to it. I look forward to everything Pixar. And despite the fact that the trailers looked kind of, kind of like out there and odd. I mean, the same thing was true for me of soul. I was like, what exactly is going on here? And then I watched it and then I watched it again. And, and it's honestly one of my favorite Pixar movies ever. I mean, that movie is so good. So I was like, you know, trying to go in with an open mind and I started hearing all this not great stuff. And I was like, Oh damn, that sucks. But I had to find out for myself. So sat down and watched it today. And I got to tell you, I think that this movie is pretty good. I really think that people are selling it pretty short in a lot of respects. Now, obviously, I haven't heard anything that's like, oh, this is the worst movie ever. Burn it with fire. But like, still, the general consensus from what I, I gathered was that it wasn't great. And a lot of the things centered in on the story. And I definitely have some story issues with this movie. But I think what, where people see it as like it's too thin and not enough is going on, I don't really see that as a problem. I really don't. I mean, this is a movie that has relatively low stakes. Uh, it's very small scale. Uh, you don't really leave this one specific town and it's, you know, the waters around it. And you're basically centered in on three main characters and one villain. And you get side players here and there. But the main story is really focused on these kids. And I honestly, I didn't mind that. It was actually something I really liked about the film. Uh, really getting to steep in this culture and really feel like what it's like to live there and, and meet the some of the people in the town and, and see what they're like and watch these characters' relationships grow and, and everything that they go through during this summer. I thought that it was actually really cool and a nice departure from stuff like Soul or Inside Out or WALL-E or Toy Story 3 and all the other Toy Stories where they're dealing with huge existential questions about life and purpose and mortality and like growing up and all this stuff. And it's just like, you know, those movies have their place, obviously, but this has a place too. I honestly thought that the, what a lot of people saw as flimsy to me was just like, they're just taking a different approach. They're not trying to tell a story as vast and pondering as something like Soul. So I think that this is a perfectly valid way to tell a story and a perfectly legitimate story for Pixar. And the other thing I think people are neglecting a lot in, in this case is that this is a movie for children. Like, 
I love things like soul. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But at a certain point, I wonder to what degree these are even kids movies. Because if you show a kid a movie about a middle-aged music teacher who's having trouble feeling like he's fulfilled his life, who feels like he's disappointing his mother and hasn't made any of his dreams come true, and he dies, is given a second chance to come back as a soul, has to train a new soul to find her purpose on Earth, and is being chased by, like, these weird 2D representations of, like, gods, essentially, you'd be like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like you know, there's a cat that talks and stuff like that. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's funny and and definitely in there for kids to enjoy. But it just seems like when it comes to the overall story and the emotional climax of that story, it's not like uh, learning to accept yourself or valuing your friends or something like that. It's like finding your purpose and your spark for living. It's like, what, you know, at what point is this just a movie for adults? Like, and I'm obviously not saying that only adults can enjoy, truly enjoy it. I'm just saying that, like, this is designed inherently to entertain children. And it's okay if it doesn't explore all the stuff that a lot of the other movies explore. So I didn't have a major problem with that. However, like I said, though, I do think that there are some story issues. For one, I feel like there is not enough done to explain exactly what Luca's life is under the surface, what he does, why it's so important that he stays down there. It doesn't really like properly, I'm going to say sink in there, sink in because it's water. No, um, it doesn't like properly explain the film doesn't what he's kind of walking away from. And I was thinking about comparing this to maybe the first 15 minutes of another movie where there's a boy trying to do something that his family disapproves of. Coco. And you think about the first 15 minutes of that movie. I mean, the amount of stuff that you set up about those characters and that family and why they all act the way they do, you know everything you need to know and it completely makes sense. And you feel like even though you haven't spent like a large amount of time in that world, before he gets to the spirit world, you understand what the stakes are and exactly where he's coming from going into this magical adventure. This you don't really learn anything about that. You don't learn anything about the family history or really any of the history of the sea monsters, why they're so feared, why people hate them so much. You know that there's like rumors about them and you see like the very first sequence with the fishermen and and all that stuff. But that doesn't really tell you very much. And, um, and then when it, when it gets to finally meeting Luca, it's like, you know, he's got parents and stuff, but they're just normal. I mean, they, uh, they're just like an average American family, particularly the dad. Uh, you you know, he's like a farmer, I guess. He's herding the fish, which which sound like sheep. I thought that was really weird. But then it's like, I don't understand what exactly he's herding them for. You know, are these fish, are they eating these fish? Are they selling these fish? Why are they selling fish to other fish? Like all this stuff, it doesn't totally make sense to me. And I don't have to know all the inner workings of this world, but I want to know exactly like uh, a little bit more of what his family dynamic is like. Is there a reason why they fear the surface so much? Or is it just because like we fear the surface uh, in, in a more general manner? Um, do they have a bad experience in the past? Is there something that they don't want him to repeat? A mistake that they don't want him to make as well? Um, is there responsibilities that he has? Are they getting older? Do they need him to take care of their weird fish farm or whatever they're doing? Like, is there things that he's neglecting by spending so much time on the surface that his parents can't properly 
really make up for without him. You know, I just feel like we have to understand more where he's coming from to then see why it's such a big deal that he leaves. Because as it stands, it's like, they want to kill you. But he turns into a normal boy. So it's only should he get wet, would they want to kill him? And we see very quickly in this movie that it doesn't take much to dry them off and get them back to looking like humans. So it's like this high level of fear doesn't necessarily seem justified. And uh, and then they also very easily infiltrate the surface world. And they don't seem like scared of these people or really anything. They, I mean, like a little bit, but it's kind of played for laughs. And so it's like, what exactly is the major fear here? What's the big deal? And so I, I kind of felt like that was one of the major areas where this is severely lacking. And because of that, I think it feels like the story gets started so quickly. You barely get any chance to see Luca as a sea monster and what his family is like and all that stuff before you are on the surface and the plot is kicked into gear. You meet the, the friend and then you get the whole thing with the Vespa and it's like immediately everything starts happening and it happens really fast. And I think that that's a major pacing issue at the very beginning of this movie. So I think that's where one of the biggest parts where the story is lacking for me. Um, I also think that the whole thing with the Vespa is really weird. Um, I, it's just kind of like an odd thing to center the story on. I, I got into it eventually. Um, I, I think everything with like them prepping for the race is, is fun and it's it got a lot of humorous moments, but the, ex the whole idea of like idolizing the Vespa, I thought that was very odd. Um, that, I just thought that was a very weird idea and I'm not sure where it all came from. And I don't know, that just didn't totally jive with me, but, uh, the villain is like funny enough. He's not super threatening or anything. He's just kind of a douche. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. A lot of the stuff with him where he thinks he's so important, but he's like a 30 year old man competing in a competition that's designed for children. And so it's like, he thinks he owns this town, but like no one's really impressed by him. It's kind of an interesting layer to add to the villain. Whereas it could have just been like kids entering an adult race. It's kind of interesting to make it like this dude who's just kind of annoying. And the only reason that it's such a big deal that they beat him is just so they can have the satisfaction of beating him and getting him to shut up. Uh, you know, it's perfectly at home with the rest of the low stakes in this movie. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I really like the kids throughout this movie. The three main uh, characters are really entertaining. Their dynamic with each other is really fun. And I enjoyed seeing them like grow as friends and learn more about each other and how they could all teach each other things, like how to overcome fear and things about the world that they didn't know previously. I think that's all really cool. And I enjoyed spending so much time with them. It was it was really cool. Uh, the... the just overall, I mean, it's a great looking movie too. It's Pixar. Obviously it's never going to be a, an ugly film, but like the Italian Riviera really does lend itself to uh, a pretty spectacular, spectacular visual landscape. You got a lot of really pretty popping colors. The whole town looks so vibrant and cool. Everything in this movie just looks really beautiful and it all comes together really well. So I appreciated that setting because it's also so different from a lot of things we see in, in movies like this. Uh, and I appreciated all that. Uh, the ending is pretty sudden, I think. Uh, the whole the whole climax with the with entering the race and the whole thing where Luca turns on on his friend and and pretends he's afraid of him too. That was such a good moment. I really like the way that that is shot. 
I guess you could say, like framed and the, the, the color, it makes him kind of look scary, even though it's a character you've known the whole movie. I thought all that was really, really cool and well done. And then once you actually get into the race that the whole movie has been building towards, it's really entertaining. And the reveal of them as sea monsters to the whole town was also very well done. But then I think that the whole, like, everyone accepts them magically. And then, uh, she's going to leave for school, but never mind. you're going with her and I'm moving in with her dad. Okay. Bye. It's like, uh, we missed some pretty important conversations here. And I think that maybe that was a little bit rushed, but, um, I mean, at that point I was willing to go with it. It's totally fine. Um, it's a fun, charming movie. And I think that a lot of people are giving it some unfair flack. So I thought that this was, was cute and, and good enough. It's not perfect. I think it's got a beginning and an end that are both very rushed, but overall I would definitely recommend this. It's better than a lot of other kids movies that you're seeing right now, better than anything illuminations putting out or most of the stuff that dreamworks is putting out. So you could definitely do better, but you know what? You could do a lot worse too. I think this is a perfectly fine, suitable kids movie. And if I'm like, babysitting or you know just we need a fun family movie to throw on or something this is a totally good option and i would 100 percent uh reach for this again i thought that this was cute and charming um and i i enjoyed it so yeah that's where i'm coming down on this just because this is a bonus episode and it's already running kind of long i'm gonna cut everything short you know for or forgo the usual outro thank you as always for listening and enjoy i will catch you tomorrow for um for the next official episode of the show. And thank you for listening. As I said before, peace.